previously on the Mike Knox Show. Because about it's the NWO, the greatest faction in wrestling history. Now we talk all the time about how the bloodline is the greatest storyline in wrestling history. But what if the NWO fit as far as factions are concerned? 27 years, I'm gonna take you down a little, a little miniature pathway of, of their destruction, if you will, so to speak, through WCW, and find out where they rank at. Also, it's been 35 years since Charles Michaels. HBK Sean Michaels, if you will, daddy, debut. I'm going to give you, which we're going to rehash a little bit, my top five Sean Michael matches of all time. Also, do ratings still matter? Like, I mean, like, they come out with ratings every week. The Facebook groups we're all a part of all complaining, bitch, ratings don't matter. Yes, they do. That's all that matters. They you know, we, we got DVR now and streaming. What Ratings don't matter, but ratings do matter. They post them every week for a reason. I don't know what's worse, the CM Punk chants or when you're constantly singing Seth Rollins. I, I don't know which one's worse. I, I can't. Jesus Christ. Okay. Just hijack the whole damn show, why don't you? Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on him. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Flex Radio, got him listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, just a one stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So, what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling, that's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply, we about to give y'all something special. You ready? Ready? Let's go! And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of The Mike Knox Show. Perfect Plex Talk Radio right here on Unpop Reviews Entertainment Wrestling Show. Listen, guys, I am your host, Mike Knox, and indeed, I spell my name with three X's because like the past week of wrestling storylines and rumors, I am hardcore people make sure you give me a favor if you're watching this on youtube like follow subscribe to the channel share this tell a friend to tell a friend it's time to go back with the wrestling show for the intelligent wrestling fans people listen i got a plethora of things to talk about today a smorgasbord if you will so let's just go ahead and get into that we're gonna dive into as always this Hurt Business 2.0, Street Profits, uh, b- Street Business, whatever incarnation you want to call it. What did we see on SmackDown on Friday? I think it's a big thing to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about L.A. Knight. Yeah! Is he organically made or did the company put this guy over? Let's talk about it. Also, everybody asks us all the time since we're doing the top fives every week. Well, Mike Knox, what are some of your favorite wrestlers uh, for you of all time? Not the best wrestlers, I think, but my favorite. The guys that I love the most. Here go my top 10.1 favorite wrestlers list. I will give that to you today. Also, Fantasy Warfare. Did you see Collision on Saturday? The two out of three falls tag team match. Oh, we're going to talk about that. So in our fantasy warfare this week, Vaughn, you ready for this? FTR versus the Midnight Express. Also, just to give it, got to give you a singles match and a double and a tag team match. We'll do some different things later on. But can we have, well, who would have won between early Goldberg and the Ultimate Warrior? That's what I want to talk about today. And also, we're going to just dive into it right here, right now. The week in wrestling. Let's just go ahead and get this show started right there. The results from Raw last week. 
was crazy. The weekend wrestling has been crazy. Let's check out and see what's going on. What's going on, George? What's going on? Uh, the Z is silent. Yeah! What's going on? Never, 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 Elvis. Never. Because you're a Raiders fan. So I can never acknowledge you. Why? Uh, I'm going with Ella Knight to be United States champion. I'm checking in your list for this year. <laughs> yeah, you know you got to do that, right? Because in the words of the executive consultant, DJ, ask me next year. It might change. But the order may change. My list has stayed the same with a couple of tweaks in there. Wait till you see that. We'll see how you get on me about that one. What's going on, bro? And listen, your text message that you never called me back about spawned the conversation about LA Night and other things like that. So organically made or the company put him over let's talk about that my man michael smith also uh heart business 2.0 being poss uh being a possibility led by bobby lashley the man who lived rent free in brock lesnar's head i'm curious to see where they go with this let's talk about that derek chiming in as well what's going on my man king vaughn jr holding me back backstage it's been a decade y'all if you ain't got no social produ producer for your media team that can stay much longer than 30 episodes of podcasting, then what the hell are you doing? Get my man King Vaughn, 301 King Vaughn Jr. on the Twitter, on the Facebook, and make sure you check out the Victorious Ones podcast. Give me the best of pro wrestling and comic book and movies. Talk about, man, about that. And my man Dennis also chiming in. Yeah, what's going on? So let's just get into it. The week in wrestling. And Cody Rhodes challenged Brock Lesnar to a rematch at SummerSlam. We knew that, right? Right. Raw last week, just to keep it a buck, keep it a bean, keep it at 100. I went to sleep on Raw. Like, literally, I got up from the station I'm sitting in now in my office of my 60-inch TV. The Knox 6,000 behind me. It adds another 1,000 every year, by the way. The Knox 6,000, well, in front of me, not behind me, but uh, 9 o'clock. I got up, 9.30, got up, went to bed, woke up, had to watch Raw. Shout out to my people who be texting me and inboxing me shit that be happening. I don't know. Wait till the next day, all right? That's all I say to you. I don't know what happened. But Cody challenges Brock Lesnar. We know Brock will accept that challenge. As tonight, uh, Brock Lesnar returns to answer Cody Rhodes' challenge. Comment below. Let me know what you think about that. Also, Ronda Rousey. I'm sorry, guys, because this is important to me. When you have your show, you talk about what you want to talk about. When you listen to the Mike Knox show with the million other hosts, you're the million other audience that we tag in and out like the Bring it in! Explode! Then you can tell what you want to talk about. I like Ronda Rousey, okay? And guess what she did last week on Raw? Raw. She came in that ring and she beat Shayna Baszler's ass. I know that. Also, on Raw last week, um, The Miz gets the win over Tomasa Ciampa in the no disqualification match because, my God, I don't care. You know my Twitter. You know my thread. It's all at Mike Knox with three X's. If you can like, may he rest in peace, Big Van Vader, then I can like Bronson Reed. I'm taking Bronson Reed over Vader. I don't want to see your head backstage, Vaughn, saying, oh, my God, oy vey, and all the other kind of stuff. I don't give a damn. All right, maybe I'm a little hype. All right, don't tweet that yet. All right, I'm just saying. I like Bronson Reed, all right? He emerged that it come out of nowhere to launch a vicious attack on Tomasa Ciampa. Listen, who cares? As long as the Miz keeps winning, we all keep winning. That's all I know. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Because <laughs> he's awesome. All right. Also on Raw last week, you saw it in the beginning of the show. It didn't matter the distinction that we thought was coming upon the judgment day. If the bloodline runs smack down, then the judgment day is running raw. It is very simple. And look, they not only they dominate on Raw, they go to NXT Tuesday night. They dominate there. Rumor has it. Oh, shit. I didn't say it. God damn it. Hashtag death to dirt sheets are trying to say they're going to show up Tuesday for the next foreseeable future on NXT. But this is why we say hashtag death to dirt sheets. Wasn't these the same dirt sheets? Matter of fact, it was the same company of dirt sheets. As a matter of fact, they said Ronda Rousey is going to NXT her and Shane the Baszler exclusively. Don't look that way, do it. So the Judgment Day prevail in their victory over, over Seth freaking Rollins and Owen and Sami Zayn. And that led us to what I would call the best sequence that we had all week in professional wrestling. Now, if you follow the Mike Knox show, which you should, so make sure you like, follow, and subscribe down below. 
<laughs> excuse me, then you know that at the last like six, seven weeks, I didn't pick NXT to have the best wrestling show about this is about the third time. It's about the third time. Okay, AEW last week, Dynamite, maybe not so much for me because I'm realizing I'm more of a, co- a collision fan, right? Like, they, 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 it's not my fault, okay? You blame Tony Khan. It's all his fault, okay? Because he didn't sit up here, okay? And he didn't let his, 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 his troops, his rosters run amok all over the damn place, getting the fights backstage, doing booger sugar and everything else, okay? And all of a sudden now, they got to have two shows. Keep one part of the roster on one show, one part of the roster on the other show. That's the way it is. So um, I'm liking what I like, and you like what you like. But on AEW Dynamite last week, you, listen, I need this shirt. Guys, my birthday is coming up. I'm just saying, my birthday is coming up. Leo's running this motherfucker. Hell yeah. Do you? No matter what y'all are, because it's Leo season almost, because it's still cancer season. Cancer, do y'all think I got two cancer daughters? But I need. Just better than you, baby. That is the best shirt out in professional wrestling right now. I said it. All right. So we got Serge Strickland taking on Nick Wayne. And, and this, this is the part about AEW that will forever burn my britches. Okay. It, it, it just will. Okay. Why the fuck? Excuse my language, mama. I apologize. I do. But sometimes they just be wanting you to like shit. Right. So an AEW crowd. We'll cheer for everything so much that when you're watching it from the virgin eyes or the, you know, second base eyes or hell, you might even got a finger in there. I don't know, but they like it. So I got to like it. Right. He got the man all discombobulated, mama. He got the man on what? Go watch 42. Okay. Just because y'all cheering for this guy, I'm supposed to cheer for this guy. Give me a break. What did he show? Besides what AEW does anyway, Russell very fucking good in the ring. Did he show that I'm supposed to all of a sudden like this dude? This right took it to him. Damn. He took it to him. So as far as I'm concerned, he can go on. I, I didn't I didn't care about Nick Wayne. Don't know nothing about Nick Wayne. I hope Nick Wayne has a great future and a great career. Just stop promoting these dudes that are 18 years old and done nothing in this business. That's all I'm saying. Where's the charisma? Where's the storyline? Where's the entertainment? And don't nobody sit here and tell me no bullshit like AEW isn't an entertainment company because Tony Khan told you that they are an entertainment company. So get your panties out your arse. Then we got the blind tag team eliminator semifinals. We got uh, Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen took on Sammy Cavaro and um, Danny, uh, Daniel Garcia. And listen, say what you want to say about these things, right? I mean, for what it's worth, we, we couldn't have Allen and Cassidy win this, right? We just we just couldn't have that happen, right? Because it looks like, it appears as if the next match is going to be, you know, the ones that, because they beat Brian Cage and Big Bill, which, by the way, just call him Buck. That's all you got to call him. Just call him Buck. You call him, you're going to call him Big Bill, just call him Buck. That's all I'm trying to say. All right, but MJF and Adam Cole are victorious over these two muscle bean heads that are actually kind of growing on me. Uh, Release Brian Cage has been. And then we got the Elite and the Black Pool, uh, Black Pool Combat Club announced their fifth teammate members. And anybody who knows me know I'm a Pop Neville guy. So I was excited to hear that. I don't give two shits about uh, Kabushi. Y'all just don't. I don't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling because it's not American, okay? It just ain't. So I ain't, I'm not going to see him pretend that I know who this guy is. Like, oh, he can wrestle. Yes, he can fucking wrestle. It's AEW. That is the number one thing for this company. Can you go in the squared circle? But y'all don't put butts in the seats, people. That's all I'm saying. Y'all got to get a grip. I mean that. With all my, with all my love. Solid it's the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Tell me when I'm telling lies. That was for you, Elvis. She said, I never acknowledge you. I just acknowledge that you don't like Charlotte Flair. So there it is. But then we got into collision. And then we got into arguably the best match of the entire year. Now, is this better than Osprey and Omega? Depends on where you lie. Depends on what you like. Depends on your vantage point. I'm a tag team wrestling fan. So the fact that WWE don't really do these kind of things, I pop for them over here in AEW and in Collision. I really, really do. I love tag team wrestling. That's my favorite genre of professional wrestling. Just what I grew up off that my attention got grasped to. So to see this, 
I'm going to say it was better than Allspray and, and Kenny Omega. Only from the standpoint of it didn't need a bunch of spots to do it. Right? This was just a this was just a good ass hour long two out of three falls tag team match. Somebody told me the last time you seen an hour long. Fuck that. Somebody told me you seen the last you seen the last 30 minute, 35, 40 minute tag team match. I will wait on that. All right. Also, and I got your comments coming up in a second. We got on to the battle of the belts. Where we got Cassie took on Archer, Cassidy wins. Uh uh, Tori Storm whew, took on Valkyrie. We know who won that match. And then the, the TNT champion Christian with Luchasaurus wrestling form took on Spears and won that match as well. No need to go into that. Then we had on, on, uh, on we got collision championship match between uh, Willow Nightingale and Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. Winner being Willow Nightingale. And then we got to me what made me understand why he cracked my top 10.1. I realized I'm watching this match with CM Punk. As the music hits, I'm thinking back to that Friday night when he first came back. The Z is silent, Dice Man himself and myself is sitting here watching, watching it via the on the internet together. Uh, and just popping for this. Just just going crazy. I remember going to work the next day, playing the music. And I always got to I don't know shit about fucking culture personality other than CM Punk playing it. And living colors. I don't know. I know, I know that song. And all the talk is that he don't put nobody over. He did the best thing for the company was having Ricky Starks win because we got your two Owen Hart women's tournament champion, Willow Nightingale, and the men's champion, absolute Ricky Starks. And I couldn't have picked a better winner from the male side at least. And Willow Nightingale out there just trying to take advantage of that win she had over Mercedes Monet. And hey. Make that be good booking how you want to. They had to do something to have, a, you know, to not have another WWE X person get the title as they had Adam Cole win it last year. So, hey, I digress with that. Let's get to some of your comments real fast. Hopefully, I'm not too far behind on these comments. Uh, that Tony Storm, bro. Woo, Tony Storm. Uh, in the words of the executive pervert, the Z is silent. That's a heavy ass right there. That's just a heavy ass right there. Uh, just got on updating me. You got to catch up. Uh, got to catch up. This match took me back to my NWA wrestling days. Good old fashioned wrestling. Uncle P from the fire is uh, the fire and ice podcast. That's my group. Make sure you guys check them out uh, every Wednesday. Uh, this was better than FTR versus Briscoe's. I think it was. I think it was. I think for, see, first of all, I knew you was going to put that. And I waited for this moment. And it's okay because you're a wrestling fan. You're a Mark. I'm a Mark. Shout out to the Wrestling Marks of Excellence, Dr. D, The Firm, and all those guys, Nephew Corey, and, and, and Champ Creed, and, and, and all those guys. Listen, the Briscoes is your team. That's your homegrown team. I don't expect you to, to I don't expect you to. I just don't. I just, they going to say, no, that's not the reason. But it is. But still, I say it was better because it didn't need the props of the dog collar match. Which, by the way, to run that back to I'm not a walking contradiction because we all are a walking contradiction. I did like CM Punk versus MGF that way because I thought they needed it. Those, it was a great match. I'm not taking that from us. And I, first of all, I said this year. So keep that in mind. I said this year, the best match I've seen. So to put that back, especially Charmaine chiming in. Shout out to Willow Nightingale. George chimes in. Willow Nightingale and Ricky Starks, they made the right decision. Absolutely. Derek Mitchell, the, 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 Mr. The Thesaurus. The that's his name, the Thesaurus, Derek Mitchell. FTR versus uh, Blackpool Club was a great tag team match. Remind me of the Midnight Express versus the Fantastics. Listen, you are talking about two of my favorite top five, top ten tag teams. When you speak about the Midnight Express and the Fantastics, great, great callback. Always been for you to give me some um, old school in that. Travis Smith chimes in. You don't have to cheer for him. If you watch the uh, product, they literally show two video packages explaining why Wayne is. Uh, I, what the fuck is that? Travis. I love you, bro. I do. Much respect to you, what you're saying there. That didn't make me give two shits about him. So that, me watching this young bull who's 18 years old, okay? See, here's my only issue with not just wrestling fans, but the world today. Why all of a sudden we get so sympathetic to certain things? Certain We pick we want to be sympathetic to certain things, and in other things, there's no sympathy for them, right? So I'm supposed to be sympathetic to him being in the business and his relationship with Darby. Darby hasn't even sold me enough to be putting someone else else over in this matter to me. 
Just my opinion. I'm just saying that video package didn't make me cheer for him. And again, what that video package displayed was a young kid wanting to be a professional wrestler. And here's his chance. That's what it did. It displayed a young wrestler who wanted to be a wrestler from the time he was a child, getting his chance to be a wrestler. And he got that opportunity. Tell me when I'm telling lies. No storyline. Nothing there. Nothing for me to care about him in that in that retrospect. They just it, they said nothing uh, in that. Um, let's move on here. Get some more of your questions in a second. Also, uh, SmackDown this past week, July 14, 2023. We're going to move to the show. I got a lot to discuss. Um, Charlotte Flair challenges Bianca Belair to start the show to SummerSlam match. If and when she conquers, Oscar to become women's champion. But that didn't happen because, hey, we want some Bailey. Look at them on the ropes right there, y'all. That interferes and causes disqualification. So Bianca Belair wins by disqualification, not enough to win the title. As Io Shirai fakes the fakes the uh, cash in. Uh, at that point, or Cashin was uh, spoiled, if you will. Um, also, we got my daughter's favorite part of SmackDown. The Oscar-nominated Jay Uso unleashing an attack on the wise man Paul Heyman and his younger brother Solo Sakura. Look at that picture, y'all. Paul Heyman looks like, <laughs> looks like the penguin down there. His Jerry Carcanian has become Danny DeVito, the penguin. Then we get this Santo Escobar winning his fatal 4 way match for the U.S. title tournament Invitational. I don't like that. I'm sorry. Y'all pushing this LWO stuff. And again, I know that's wrestling. You're going to push what your agenda is going to be. I get it. I'm just not here for him and this rendition of him. If this was the NXT Escobar, I'm just not buying him as a face. That's all. I'm just not. At least with Butch, okay, the, the former welterweight, uh, a bruiserweight, I'm sorry. At least it's to me, Butch is still kind of him just on crack, right? You smoke crack, don't you, Sam? You smoke crack. That's all. But I'm not feeling Escobar winning that. I'm just not a fan of him. And then the question I'm going to ask you guys, and here it is. And I take my first break and let y'all guys comment below and let me know. Has LA Knight been a fan organic push or did the company make this happen? Take our first break, y'all. We'll be right back here on Pop Reviews, the Mike Knox Show. Check out what we got coming up on other wrestling shows this week as well. Check us out. George says, Eddie Kingston is currently on the best. Oh, please. Have you seen Eddie Kingston? He says, Eddie Kingston is currently on the best run of his entire career. George, have you seen Eddie Kingston? This man ain't running anywhere. Please stop. <laughs> stop with this. I think it's time to go. This is ridiculous, Chris. It's- I got to give props to Stax because he hit... One of the members of Gallus with the crowbar. And then as the ref is distracted by the other person, ah, he throws okay. it at the guy and then falls down Eddie Guerrero style. I died laughing. I was like, oh my yeah. God, he's falling in Eddie. I'm dead. There's one, one of the funny ones, one of the funnier ones that I've ever seen that do. It's always funny when Ray does it because you know the connection that he had with yeah, Eddie Guerrero. That one was funny too. <laughs> but I, I laughed at one with uh, Ricochet. I, with Ricochet I'm going, I'm, with Cedric Alexander? He just did. <laughs> Let me show you something. Okay. This is my jug of water. Right? It's disgusting. We'll, we'll call this Keith Lee. This little it's guy here is Darby Allen. Right? Now watch. Watch this. Okay. This I, I wasn't good in science class. I wasn't. But watch this. Okay. For all y'all wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? What? What was that? that? For all that to this, see, let's try this again. This is Darby Allen. This is Keith Lee. All right. You see how that bounce? Let's do it again. Let's do it again, right? Let's do it again. Oh, okay, right? And welcome back to the Mike Knox Show, Perfect Plex Talk Radio, right here on Unpop Review Wrestling and Unpop Review Entertainment. Make sure you follow us on every social media outlet there is. Just go to hashtag or search, while I say Google in the words of David Altunger, Mike Knox Perfectus on YouTube, on Twitter, on even threads, even. Why have a thread count? I don't know. Even the TikTok, real Mike Knox. Um, but I ask you the question because I get a text Saturday morning. <laughs> From one of my best friends. He says, 
Why don't Vince, yeah, this is for you, Phil. Why don't Vince let people get over organically? I said, what do you mean? He says, like Rusev, these are examples that he used. I'm only picking on these examples, okay? Guys like Rusev and guys like LA Knight. So I said, call. Never got the chance to get the conversation out. So here goes my part of the conversation I was going to say. And I thought it was important to bring it to the show today. I just had to do it because sometimes I think some things, even for my closest friends and, and, and people that I love so much, they don't even realize sometimes you just need a kick in the head. And simply this, Rusev should have been over years ago. The fans didn't even pop for Rusev. They're going to lie. You're going to lie. People will lie because people are liars and contradictions and say, oh, I did like Rusev doing that Rusev Day moment. No, you didn't. Aiden English got Rusev over by singing something that made the crowd feel like they were participating. And lately in the new era of crowd participation, if the crowd like it, all of a sudden it's organic and this is what we want. This is what we need. So they were screaming, Rusev Day! But when Rusev was the, was the brute and kicking ass, even up until he should have beat Cena, which he lost to Cena, you wasn't cheering for this guy. L.A. Knight, no one talked about him in Impact Wrestling. No one really was popping for him in NXT. No one was cheering for this guy a year ago, even against Bray Wyatt. Even when he was still first coming out saying, yeah! 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 he still wasn't really popping for it. So, so when I ask the question, company made or organic, first of all, this is just my opinion. Write it down. Take a picture. You could tweet this one, Vaughn. Vince McMahon and the companies and the promoters are responsible for every wrestling pretty much gimmick there is. I would say 90% of the gimmicks. 90% of the gimmicks, right? Some of them are, they're talked about, they're, but if the company, so let me rephrase that, the company doesn't see that gimmick working, then it doesn't go nowhere, Right? Let's look at one of my favorite guys. I always say day two because the same guy I'm referring to, my guy Phil from Fire and Ice Podcast. Make sure y'all check that out on, on Facebook. Make sure you join that group. Um, is it Cody Rhodes guy? Day one. I caught on day two. Cody makes everything look good. Makes shit look good. He makes Stardust look good. He made Dash and Cody Rhodes look good. He did it all. So you still didn't respect the guy until he left the company to go do something else. And then all of a sudden you're clamming for Cody Rhodes. Because when Cody was here, none of you guys were cheering for Cody Rhodes. That's a fact, okay? That's a fact. So I, in the words of CM Punk, tell me when I'm telling because I'm not. You wasn't so organically made or company made. That is the question. So let's see what the comments say. Folks was popping for L Drake and the dummy button dummy. Yeah. When you say people were popping for, I don't see no T-shirts. If I don't see no church, no shirts. If I don't see no signs, if I don't see no mimicking, you know, no mimicking of someone's character, they're not popping for them. And our little small circle, sometimes, right, people, and I'm not, this ain't coming to nobody, but sometimes your little circle of your little friends, there may be about 200 people, 300 people on social media. If that, that's not popping, right? That's, 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 not, that's not popping for. I go to these events. No one was saying this man's name. Now, if you want to talk about impact part about it, I can't get on that. Wasn't really watching Impact that much. Just no, I didn't hear his name. I have a close friend who watches Impact all the time. Wasn't talking about this guy. Bro, sometimes it takes a minute. Okay. <laughs> it does sometimes takes a minute. Uh, give me part, give me parts. Uh, LA Knight is over with the W Universe and saying his catchphrases. Is it him? LA Knight is organic. He was over as LA Drake, and nobody like LA Knight on the roster. And there's nobody like LA Knight on the roster. What 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 makes you say that? What in the words again? And I'm not saying I like LA Knight. Okay, I was liking him when he was going against to the moon for the million dollar title. Okay, that's when I started taking notice. Okay, at that at that moment, when he got voted for the draft and he was a manager, I hated it because I liked what I saw in in NXT of him, which I'm not a fan of NXT current product at all. But I I got that out of that product. Don't know much about the impact days. Cannot front on that account. But I will say. It's not organic. I don't think it's organic. That's all I'm saying. He's doing the same thing they let. I don't, I just don't feel it's organic because he's been doing this for a year. And what now? A crowd overseas popped to it, made it fan participation. It's like, meh. So now we're all there like an LA Knight. That's just my opinion. Don't like it. Listen anyway. Uh, Vaughn, nobody's like LA Knight ever heard of The Rock. 
I, I, I was going to not say that, but you said it. So there it is. Um, what we got here? Uh, somebody, some popped in there. Okay. Company, company is giving us to push him like he did Roman at first. Okay. So moving on. And I will ask this question, guys, here, because it's a 30 minute show. And after this, I'm going to get into the, the weekend wrestling. But guys, what can this be? Like, just let's just think about this for a moment. Just think about what this can be. Smackdown on Friday. Of course, the thing that comes out of our mouths first is going to be her business 2.0. We knew we knew not what else to say at that moment, right? Get called the street business, whatever you want to insert, whatever type you want to call it. But I, I urge you to be, let's be a little bit careful here, right? Because remember when we first saw the New Day come out? When we saw Kofi, we saw Xavier, we saw Biggie. You know what we kept saying? Nation of Domination 2.0, right? A lot of people said that. That's not one of the things where I can say a lot of people pop for it. Almost the entire black wrestling contingent was saying Nation of Domination 2.0. They came out, they fooled us, and look at them today. They're the most established black faction ever, okay? And if not one of your top factions ever, top five, definitely top three, top two in WWE, for sure. And I just look at this team. I look at these guys. Girl, and I go, two things. Let's just be careful. The New Day has run its course, or has it? We don't know. This is the best thing about professional wrestling I love the most is that we have to sit back and relax and we get to talk about it and do fantasy booking. First of all, why is it because we see a group of black men or women that they have to be healed right away? The first thing I heard also was, oh, heal profits, heal business. Why do they got to be healed? Bobby Lashley left the company on his sabbatical as a face. He's completely over as a face. The street profits are over as faces. So why? Because they're black. Are they automatically assumed to be a hill stable? Why not add Melo? Why not add Omos? Is MVP behind this? What about Odyssey Jones? Why not bring back Big E as this? The New Day is already going on without Big E. Right? Speculation has it hashtag the dirt sheets that maybe Big E is not 100%. But can Big E come back in any kind of capacity and be viable to a faction of this magnitude? I say, oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. So, why not this team? So, are we going to call it the Hurt Business 2.0? Was what we saw was absolutely fantastic? That's what I, call, that's what I titled the, the episode. But I hope it's bigger than that. We deserve this. We need this. Okay? Another thing I want to talk about also, right? And I, and I put this out a lot, of, a lot of different groups and stuff to talk about this moment and, and, and get your opinions. And I do, I, even if I make fun of your opinion, if your opinion, even if you don't like my opinion, you laugh at it, I laugh at yours, whatever. I, with all due respect, I do still respect your stupid, honest, fair opinion. If it is. I don't think a lot of opinions are... Are judged fairly. So I just don't think wrestling fans in general, we're, we're, we're crazy. We're insane. That's what fanatic is. So the fan is. It's short for fanatic. We're fanatical about our shit, right? Don't, don't mess with Eric Badu. I'm an artist. I'm saying, no, we're wrestling fans. So we're very sensitive about our shit, okay? But they don't have to be a heel faction. Bianca's not turning heel. I'm going to stand by that till I see something different, okay? So why can't this group be a bunch of faces? Why not? I get Omos. Don't see much face in Omos. Don't see it. Can't see it. But he is a part of it. We don't know. I saw a bunch of names get thrown out there. I shared this picture at first. And people just started going, oh, why I got to be this? Why I got to be that? The New Day, I never go here. New. We don't know what they're going to do. We don't. Are you not? Isn't as wrestling fans? You bitch and moan about bitching and moaning about how things don't change. But yet they stay the same. Has the New Day run his course? They ran their course before Biggie got hurt, before they brand split him. That's why they brand split him. I can see any black group wrestlers together in this group. Bring in Trick Williams. I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because you're going to sit and tell me Samoans. Somebody said, when have you, the Samoan family, the Anomaly family, how they do it in wrestling, they always come together because they're family. Well, guess what? What up, cousin? Cousin. 
I can tell you this right here, right now, as an older black man, I just hung out one of my coolest white boys ever, my one of my coolest friends up here. We're walking around the resort, hanging out, partying, drinking, having a good old time. Black family sitting there barbecuing. I walk up there and say, cousin. And we all just start laughing. But my white friends didn't know what the hell I was talking about. You know why? Because we all black folks are related and can be related any given damn time. We don't know. Okay. Incest is a motherfucking black community. So I'm just saying. <laughs> but we need the hurt business. We need the street profits, the hurt profit, whatever this is, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I want to talk about it. Comment below. Let me know. Let's see what's going on. What's up, cousin? What's going on? Bobby Lashley and the street profits with Carmelo Hayes, Chick Williams. Hmm. Also MVP and Omos. I'm not saying that's a possibility. I'm saying anything. Anything is possible in the roads of Kevin Garnett. Okay. Hill business was very was way more entertaining. Uh, Hill hurt business was way more entertaining. Well, they, the hurt business never faces. And how many hurt business shirts you saw in the crowd? I have this one on today on purpose because we talk about this. MVPs Instagrammed about this. Dice, you know this very well. No one's buying merchandise. Merchandise is what keeps people together. You don't buy no merchandise. Bye-bye. Right? And the words of KME, he said, well, the shirts were ugly. Right? Okay, Maybe. Right. But they've never been faces. So we don't know what we don't know what faces they could be. Street props are already faces. Right. Bianca Belair is already a face. Right. Bobby Lashley left being a face. The New Days are faces. MVP. Do you need them? We don't know. I'm just throwing out there. It's that any anything is possible. I'm not saying this is a team. I'm saying anything with every black wrestler can track this on this roster can get some. That's all I'm saying. Um. Yes, we got to wait and see what they're going to do with the Hurt Business 2.0. We all have opinions, and that's just fine. I'm doing just fine. Getting along, better along without you in my life. I don't think a baby face faction. That's just it. Why? You see what I'm saying? Think about that for a second, right? When I get to my top 10 wrestling list, you're going to see why I had a problem with it. As I made it, I had a problem with it, okay? Because when we automatically see a black team, they gotta be faces, they gotta be heels, I mean. Isn't it time to change the narrative? The New Day did it, right? The New Day did it. So while we get bigger, better, stronger black people, they gotta be heels. Even the New Day came out, everybody thought it was heels. The perception gotta leave, the perception gotta leave. Listen, we're gonna take our break, we're gonna come back, give you the This Week in Wrestling, Give you fantasy rest, uh, fantasy warfare. Matter of fact, I'm just gonna get that real fast. We go to break, Vaughn. Uh, add in here real fast. Fantasy warfare. I'm gonna see in the pictures also. Okay, uh, 15 minutes time limit. TV time remaining. One on one. Why is it only 15 minutes? Because these brothers can't go longer than 15 minutes. It is Bill Goldberg versus the Ultimate Warrior. Fantasy warfare. Who you got in this one? And then the Midnight Express. Da -da 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 -da. Versus FTR, they stole their theme music anyway. Okay, we're gonna put these guys in a tag team match, winner take all, in a steel cage match. Who you got? Fantasy Warfare, FTR versus the Midnight Express, Bill Goldberg versus the Ultimate Warrior. We're gonna take our uh, be right back here, coming up right now this week in Wrestling with King Vaughn Jr. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. M-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. All right, of course, everyone, this is King Vaughn Jr. Perfect Flex Talk Radio and the Victorious Ones Podcast. I'm here to give you your week, your week in wrestling history. So, of course, on July 17, 1994, was WCW's first ever bash at the beach. And the, and the headline, of course, was, you know, uh, the McDonald's man that we don't say his name anymore defeated Ric Flair to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship by having Shaq and Mr. T in his corner. And so, of course, the, the main thing about this event was that it drew 225,000 pay-per-view buy rates, the highest at, um, at that point. And, of course, on the same day in 2011, the, uh, of course, the Money in the Bank took place in Chicago. When CM Punk defeated John Cena, you know, of course, in one of the greatest, uh, the greatest Money in the Bank match of all time. It was very historic, by the way. On July 18th, 1993, WCW Beach Blast 1993 took place 
That was when Ric Flair won his 10th world championship, or at least um, only nine recognized, you know, of course, NWA uh, world, world title with the victory over Barry Windham. And, and so, so, of course, that was, of course, in the main event, Sting and David Boy Smith defeated Sid Vicious and Vader. Of course, uh, 2021, WWE held, held its first, first ever uh, pay-per-view in front of, in front of fans uh, with Money in the Bank in, in Fort Worth, Texas, and that was when Roman Reigns defeated Edge. And right after that's when John Cena came out to challenge him for the title at you know for, for SummerSlam. July 19th, 1997, ECW Heat Wave uh, 97 took place. And, uh, and of course, that was the same night that Jerry Lawler called ECW Extremely Crack Wrestling. And of course, on July 20th, 2020, one episode of, of Raw Tape of the Performance Center, Randy Orton defeated the Big Show in an unsanctioned match that would be the Big Show's last match in WWE. Of course, on July 21st, 1992, Bret Hart defeated Shawn Michaels in the first ever ladder match in WWE history. As far as birthdays, July 16th, Bobby Lashley turned, turned 47. July 17th, Lacey Von Eric turned 37. On July 18th, Al Snow turned 60. July 19th, Jinder Mahal turns 37. July 20th, Adam Rose turns 44, and that's my birthday as well. I turned 34 on July 20th. Um, of course, on July 21st, Kenny King turns 42. And on July 22nd, the Heartbreak Kid, Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels turns 58, and that is your week in wrestling history. Mike Knox, back to you. Yo, 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 it's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. So it was decreed that each year the 12 districts of Penn Am shall offer up in tribute one young man and woman between the ages of 12 and 18 to be trained in the art of survival and to be prepared to fight to the death. They just want a good show. That's all they want. There's 24 of us, Gail. Only one comes out. And that is our new theme for this month the hunger games in anticipation of the new hunger games movie coming out if you didn't miss our theme from last month we did the indiana jones uh movies and now we're doing hunger games check it out but i cannot go throughout the weekend wrestling without giving some respect to impact and their slammiversary diana perrazzo taking on uh trini fatu who's now your new impact women's knockout champion also this guy shows up he quits on the challenge but he goes to every wrestling event and quits on them too leo rush wins their title and the return of king team canada I thought that was pretty good. But again, just real fast for your uh, fantasy warfare, you got Ultimate Warrior versus Bill Goldberg, 15-minute uh, time limit match. That's all they can do right there. Then we got the Midnight Expresses versus FTR Fantasy in a steel cage match. Winner takes all the titles. Who do you guys have right there? And uh, put this back up. I'm going to go back to a couple more questions that was there beforehand. I know Dice had something there that I shared, uh, but the Bianca part being a tweener. Uh, Switching her back and forth, see where Gatchin gets. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's it at all. I, I don't. I, I, so here's the thing about wrestling. I know for sure that a lot of fans don't ever want to acknowledge they fuck with us. We're yo-yos, and you're right. They're definitely doing it to see what they get to see if the shit's gonna stick. But if it does stick, it ain't gonna matter. They're not gonna turn that girl face because there's too much money involved in her. That's what I'm thinking. I think I'm ever gonna think she's the female John Cena. I've been saying over a year now. I will not change my mind on that at all. George says Bill Goldberg and the Midnight Express. Um, damn, I'm going to take the Ultimate Warrior and the Midnight Express as well. But I'm taking the Ultimate Warrior and Midnight Express. What does the Hunger Games commercial have of uh, breaks have subtitles? I don't know. Ask the guy who put it together. I don't get it either. <laughs> okay. Goldberg over the Warrior. Y'all that are coming in um, as well. Uh, Goldberg versus Ultimate Warrior is unfair. Nobody want to see that train wreck. Listen, if we could see Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, okay, which I don't think that would have been a train wreck if fans would have just got out of their arses and let that shit happen, I think that could have possibly been a great match. But real fast, we got here. I do want to give you guys my top 10 wrestlers. And listen, this is my top 10, okay? You ain't got to like it. It ain't your top 10, Okay. This isn't who I think is the greatest wrestlers of all time. This is the guys that when I was watching wrestling through the years, I gravitated to their storyline, their characters. I bought their merch. I imitated them when we wrestled in the backyards or cut school to go have our individual wrestling tournaments uh, and, and wrestle 
This is the guys imitate that I imitated their moves. So some of these guys already know I say it all the time that's on here. And that's going to be my number one is Shawn Michaels. My 1.1 is Brett the Hitman Hart. See why it's Mike Knox's top 10.1 favorite wrestlers list? Just thought I'd let you know that. Number two is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Daddy, everybody knows who knows me. I tell it all the time. No Dusty Rhodes, no Mike Knox, okay? I've been watching wrestling since I was a wee pup, and Dusty Rhodes was that guy. Truth be told, he's the <laughs> he was the best black wrestler that was out when I was a kid growing up, okay? Number three, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He speaks for himself. The Rock is the most electrifying man in entertainment so much that he's still the highest paid actor in Hollywood, even though his movies continue to bomb at the box office. But his next movie, he will still get $25 million for that picture. And number four, the macho man, Randy Savage. Can you dig it? Yeah. Then coming in for me at number five is Roman Reigns. Number six, Triple H. Number seven, Jonathan Horatio, Tom Brady, Cena. Number eight, Eddie Guerrero. Number nine, Kurt Angle. And cracking the top 10, Moving beautiful Bobby Eaton out of there is CM Punk. Now, here's the thing, guys, about this list and why I got a little mad. I'll tell you why I got a little mad, son. I'll tell you why I got a little mad. I got a little mad because as I'm writing this list, I always come to you guys and tell you guys I want the truth. That I, I, and I, I cannot tell a lie when it comes to what I give you guys. I argued all the time. People say, well, you're in the media. The media's the biggest people. You know what? But that's not what I was taught in school. When I was taught for my teachers in college, you know, that it's your job to be objective. I try to give you the most objective thing I have. And if my feelings are involved in it, I tell you my feelings are involved in it. I tried so hard, so hard, Dice. My wife, I even asked my wife, and I said to throw Bobby Lashley in there, right? I was thinking of, and I said, wrestling has made it to the fact where they've given me no one of significant as a black wrestler growing up or even continuing today that they put enough behind or has been good enough. Now, people will say, what about Booker T? Booker T came up a long way, Harlem Heat guys. I'm a guy where I believe wrestling is hashtag storyline, right? Hashtag wrestling is storyline. Reason why I don't like Stone Cold like that, guys, is because he went against all my favorite wrestlers. So it was easy for me not to pick Stone Cold and put him on because he went against Brett and Sean. He went against The Rock. He went against Triple H. Those were my guys more than, than Stone Cold. I like Stone Cold. Fuck with him. I know he's a badass. He did you know, the, the truck and all the things that, that Stone Cold would do, but he hasn't cracked my top 10 because he went against my guys. Right? But I looked at this and I said, damn, WWE. Uh, I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm a black representation in my top 10 list. I got The Rock, who we all say it all the time. But they don't promote him like he's black. No, they don't. But guess what The Rock will tell you who he is? The Rock will tell you he's a black man. Okay? It's what he does. It's what he tells you. It's what he identifies with. He identifies with being black and Samoan, so he's black. The other blackest guy on my list was Dusty Rhodes. Okay? Only other man of, of color is Eddie Guerrero. Junkyard dog, sad story, doesn't do it for me. Ron Simmons, Farouk, reminds me of my father. No. Booker T, no. I'm, I'm, I'm from the era of the 70s and 80s, guys. I man King Parsons, Bad News Brown. I really loved the natural Butch Reed, but at the time I didn't know, you know, it wasn't that I was still a young kid who didn't like bad guys. Right? It's only cool today to like bad guys. Shut the dice. One of the few people, one of two people I know is not only our Chargers fans, but Thanos fans before all of a sudden Thanos became the cool thing to be. And yeah, I got the gauntlet in the back because I like collecting cool toys and shit. Right? Who buys toys today? Not kids, parents. But there is no black representation on this list, Vaughn, and it damn near broke my heart. It damn near, and, it's, and I said to myself, this is another reason why I need this, why we need this so much. Why I need this for me to be good. I need my kids to see, my daughter gets to see Trinity. She gets to see 
Sasha Banks. She gets to see um what's her damn name? <laughs> Ring of Honor champion, Athena. All right. She gets to see Kara Hogan and, and, and Jay Cargill. We didn't have that going on where they were in power in major storylines and winning. We didn't see that. They played the back role because you had to play for, for Mr. HH, right? Mont there were other guys they always put above them for me. So just to see some of the comments here. Yeah, angle that nine. What? Okay, leave me alone. Nice list. Thanks, Unc. <laughs> see, I see I have a top 10 favorite Instagram models. Listen, I did a top 25. You need to go back, George. Tell them, Vaughn, when we used to do the top 25, uh, VDSR Network top 25 females, and we had the Instagram edition. You need to go check it out. But my wife said, babe, you don't have enough sisters on there. I said, baby, that ain't my fault. Okay. <laughs> That's not my fault. I'm Rachel Ambiguous, I guess. I'm surprised that Austin didn't make the uh make the list. Uh, let, let alone not a taker, not a taker guy. Never been a taker guy, Michael Smith, ever. Respect him, right? Went to WrestleMania 28, knowing I'm thinking out of my heart, I'm going to cheer for Triple H. I'm going in here, Triple H all the way. And I found myself losing my voice because I'm, I'm screaming with the crowd, Undertaker, Triple H. Yes, so I respect him, just not my guy. And Austin just told you why he ain't my guy. Listen, I, I, he went against all my guys. I, uh, I, I, I think uh, T.A. Magnum uh, or Magnum T.A. Um, I don't know what that means. T.A. Magnum. I don't know what that means or who that is. By the way, um, you look older than me. I got to come up with my own. Yes, you do. Always do. All right. I might have a T10.1 myself. Okay, here it is. I thought I said this to you. What is the criteria of your list? My favorites. There is no. This isn't my. This isn't top 10 of all time. This isn't where I'm putting them in a, 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 you know, they're there because you're, they're, they put butts in the seats. They were great in-ring specialists, uh, you know, best on the mic criteria. None of that matters in this. This is my favorite list for what I grew up loving and watching. And based upon what stood out to me the most, how I cheer for them, the merchandise I bought for them, how I get excited when their matches is on. They're, they're good inside the ring as well, or exceptionally good at, at, at sports entertainment, wrestling, great on the microphone. So I guess the same criteria is kind of, if you're asking that question as I'm speaking it out loud, will apply that. But for me, it's just my favorite. To me, I don't think there's a criteria for you. It's the guys I just pop for the most. That, there it is. The guys I pop for the most. Meaning when I see them, when I saw them, which honestly, as I think about it, it should be a, it should be a top 10, 10.2, right? Because now that I said that out loud, I would throw in RVD. Right. Because I did say I lost some former co-workers, Vaughn. You know that because I say extremely crappy wrestling. OK, so I felt that way. But RVD made me love ECW. So um, should be on the list. OK, T. Magnum should be on the list. But T.A. Magnum, you mean say Magnum T.A. That's all I want to say. Um, um, I really don't have uh, many black guys on my list outside the rock either. It, it's, it's also it's, 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 it's embarrassing, actually. Um, them old motherfuckers been surpassed. Which old motherfuckers been surpassed? This isn't a top 10 list. This is my favorite list. You can't tell me on my list who's been surpassed. And I tell you right here, right now, Bret Hart ain't been surpassed. Shawn Michaels has not been surpassed. The Rock has not been surpassed. Macho Man Randy Savage has not been surpassed. Dusty Rhodes has not been surpassed. Roman Reigns is probably going to go down as the greatest of all time. Triple H has not been surpassed. Uh, John Cena, Eddie, nobody on my list has been surpassed by anybody of today's roster because the rock, uh, I mean, uh, Roman Reigns is there. I'm just saying, but I'm saying, how was Booker T not in your top list? Easy, easy. When they came up, you got to understand. And maybe you don't have to understand, but here's my explanation. I'm from the hood. So when I saw wrestling and I saw hood dudes on wrestling, it just didn't appeal to me. And I have this anti-hate, although I have family members and friends from New York that I love. I love New York, but I hate the media of New York. I hate the way the media portrays anything in New York City. So they were called Harlem Heat. I automatically hated them. I had the Steiner brothers. I didn't eat them. I had the Steiner brothers. Steiner brothers are better than them. The Midnight Express is better than them. All right. That's 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 where it was. It was no but I like Booker T. King Booker, especially when he started some of your personality. I like Booker T. He's just not my guy. Um I'm, I'm from the 90s and 2000s era. Derek Mitchell, Mr. Thesaurus, that is. You have to go back to the Junkyard Dog and Mid-South Front for popular black wrestlers that was number one attractions in the territory days. Listen, I don't have to go back there because I've seen that shit. 
Okay, I saw AEW. I know all about those territories. Junkyard dog being over down there don't mean shit. Being over in front of 300 people don't mean shit. I'm just being honest. Take another from the junkyard dog. I had his toy. I had we had the minute the, the, the wrestling minis, which is not as weird. I think about it. You put your thumb up their ass, and that's how you just wrestle. <laughs> well, <laughs> right? But um, if you took your thumb out their asses, you would have you you'd have understood that. But I'm telling you, man, when I made that list, it was hard for me that I didn't have any blacks on this list. It really, really was. Uh flash few comments again. I want to see uh, where it goes, hurt business that is, or whatever. Um I would have had Ashley Graham on Instagram model list. Of course, now we're talking Instagram models. Uh, y'all crazy. You don't have Triple H over Roman. Stop. Um, it switched. It switched. Again, in the words of the executive consultant, ask me next year to switch. Roman's popularity for me has moved him above Triple H. It has. Just like, for since you know me, Barry Windham or Bob or beautiful Bobby Eaton was there at nine and 10, along with Muda. They've been, if you just said earlier, they've been surpassed for me. <laughs> right. And as I was making this list, I had beautiful Bobby on. Here. I kept saying to myself, this isn't authentic anymore. I love him. May he rest in peace, but he's just not there for me no more. Um, hell, Ric Flair didn't even make your list. Knox. Fuck Ric Flair. Ah, Ric Flair guy. He went against Dusty Rose. You see who's on the list. Dusty Rose is there. I can't, I can't like that guy and Dusty Rose is on the list. Look at Dusty. Fuck Flair. Okay? You give a fuck about Ric Flair. You care about Ric Flair's daughter. Cause y'all already know what it is. Okay? Let's just say it together. Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. But I digress. <laughs> but yeah, that's my top five. I mean, that's my top 10 wrestling list. Uh, would you have pushed Sheldon Benjamin at this point in, in his time in his career? Would you push him? No, at this time in his career, I wouldn't push him. But he, I think he can get rushes over. <clears throat> the problem with Sheldon Benjamin being a star, being better than what he should be is Mike skills. He's great in the ring, but we don't need to, you know, he has a problem getting over the crowd. That's a shame when you say that Sheldon Benjamin was most over with the Golden Lords gimmick when he had his hair golden. Unfortunately, he had to bring out his mama, Thea. Like that was his most popular over moment outside of Team Angle, right? When you think about that, I just think it's a shame. But guys, look, with that being said, make sure you guys check out Monday Night Raw tonight. Make sure you check out the wrestling show tonight. Um, they'd be on doing Raw, so I think they come around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. They pop on. They give you the little Raw review where Raw's going on. Raw could be pretty much boring, especially with some of the commentary. People don't like them. Check, make sure you check out El Lobo Lobos, Mr. Steve, and the executive consultant. You got Brock Lesnar tonight. You got one-on-one between Riddle and, Gun- and Gunther. You got the women's tag team match between Liv Morgan and Chelsea Green and Daddy DeVille. You got Alpha Academy taking on the Viking Raiders. Um, a lot of things are happening tonight. Hopefully, it's a better show than what I just read. But hey, I digress. We shall see. But listen, guys, that is my time. It's been a pleasure as always to be here. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys continue to follow, like, and subscribe to everything that is on Pop Review and the Mike Knox Show. There it is. Number one, Shawn Michaels. Number 1.1, Brett, the Hitman Heart. Number two, Dusty Rose. Number three, The Rock. Number four, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah, dig it, dig it. Number five, your tribal chief. Number six, Triple H, number seven, John Cena, number seven, Eddie Guerrero, number nine, Kurt Angle, and number 10. This is my list. You ain't got to like it. It's my list. Jonathan Horatio Rodriguez. Cena made the list, and so did CM Punk. I'm out of here, y'all. Peace. Cena said, let me go over here and talk to the BWO real fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's there, y'all. So do me a favor. Do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me some me. And don't love God. We are out of here, y'all. Fingers. When I say fingers, I'm supposed to hit the button already. Why don't you hit the button? Hit the button. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. 
Mike Knox, that's with three X's cause he's hardcore, are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special, you ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in? Perfect Flex Radio, got him listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, this a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling, that's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply. We about to give y'all something special.